Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Robbie Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where every week I was doing a show, but now that we're all locked in the house, I'm doing it every day, Monday through Friday, because I have so many exciting people to bring to you. And today I am so excited because I have two fabulous women that I am introducing to you that are doing fabulous things. Both of them are writer-producers for Born to Sparkle Productions. Let me tell you a little bit about them. The first one is Robbie Moss Manning. She has the same name as me. She is Robbie, as she's known in the entertainment world, is just Robbie. She has a lifetime of experience in the performing arts, including dancing, singing, and acting. She earned her degree in theater arts from Pepperdine University. Robbie's love of performance led her to a variety of roles in live theater, film, and television. As a musical theater director, she brought her multifaceted expertise to her eager students, passing on her enthusiasm for the arts. Robbie's talent for storytelling led her to contract with Disney as a story analyst editor, collaborating on a variety of books and film scripts. One of her featured projects, a tribute to Earl Flynn, can be found on display at the Smithsonian Institute. She's also a fabulous singer. Her partner is is um, Alice or Alice. You can call me Alice. Alice Haskell Barard, mm-hmm. and she has a, she is a driving force for the arts. Has influenced Alice her entire life. In addition to multiple roles in theater performance, she studied music, including piano and guitar. Her dance background includes Middle Eastern dance technique and performance. She earned her degree in communicative disorders from from Cal State University, Fresno. She served as director of instruction for California School for the Deaf, Riverside. Her leadership role at the California School for the Deaf helped her to inspire and develop thousands of individuals for four decades. Her passion for writing directed her to her first published work, Manners, a book of etiquette for single men, a must-read for every single man. Both of these are in collaboration. They're best friends, and together they are in the process of producing Palm Springs the Musical, Born to Sparkle, a musical masterpiece that promises to be a huge hit. Welcome, girls. I'm so happy to have both of you on the show. How long have Thank you been you. friends? Thank you, Robbie. You're welcome. How long have you been friends, and how did you meet? Oh, my goodness. Alice, wouldn't you say it's been about 25 years now we've been best friends? And yep. we, met, we met through River Theater. Uh, our children were in Riverside Children's Theater, and I produced for the theater for a while, and we had a, a mutual friend. You want to talk about that, Al? Sure. We had a mutual friend who kept telling us each, 
You two have, you've got to meet this gal named Robbie. You two are so much alike. If you ever meet her, you're going to be best friends. And even, you know, you know, even though we both have pretty different backgrounds, the day we met, I think we've been connected at the hip ever since. And we've even found out that we both got married on the same day of the same year. So we have lots in common. We have lots, lots in common. That's fabulous. Why did you both decide to write a musical together, and how was that decision made? Well, Robbie, it was kind of an interesting time. It was literally um, in my mother's last days, uh, what you would call a deathbed promise. She has always seen uh, the collaboration between Al and I and the talents and the things that we had that together she, she would say, you've got to do something together and you've got to bring something fabulous to the desert. My family hails from, from that area in Coachella Valley. And she said, uh, this, is, this is where you two need to come together. You need to get focused and bring all of your talents together to do something magical. Your people are here. <laughs> wow. And, and yes. And, and Robbie on, I've got it. I, I looked at it today on eight eight fourteen, which was August eighth, nineteen or two thousand fourteen. Uh, we signed a paper saying that we were going to collaborate on a musical adventure, and from that time forward, every time we went into the desert, something magical happened, <laughs> and we've turned that into our story. Absolutely, <laughs> that is cute. So can you tell me a little bit about the process and how you got started on this project? It's a big project. Oh, it's a huge project, Robbie. And I, I have to tell you the, the funniest part about it is we kind of looked at each other when we started getting the ideas and talking about stories and things, you know, directions we could take. We came to my house and started moving furniture in the living room and we laid out uh, 20 pieces of paper on the floor. There was act one, scene one with 10 scenes and act two, scene 10 scenes in act two and just started writing out, well, how, how would this start? And so we started with uh, these two women who are in film and television and end up feeling that they're kind of losing their sparkle and on a deathbed promise, they decide to go to the desert and uh, bring some magic to that area and, and create this fabulous project. And it started with those papers on the floor. And I, Robbie, let me interrupt. And I remember we, we said, okay, let's add a little romance in here. Where do we think the romance will take place? <laughs> we, we wrote romance on a post-it and placed it, you know, just where we thought that might happen. We knew we needed to have a villain in the story or villain <laughs> or villains. We put that, that post-it on a piece of paper. And I think, uh, of course, we wanted the Follies to play a big role in this because that, that was a big part of our story. So we integrated that throughout the story, and you know, hence uh, you know, a musical was born. <laughs> wow! You mentioned that your story is the truth with a twist. What exactly do you mean by that? Well, it kind of started with uh, our own characters and our own personalities. Uh, the lead characters are uh, Jewel Robbins, which was kind of ironically after Just Robbie, and uh, L Tanner, who was after Elise. Alice uh, Berard, and we, we started them based on us, and then they created and you know, really got a life of their own. They became their own people without us, and they developed into these two fabulous women with a little bit of both of us in each character. And 
every character in the show is based on someone in our real lives. We're not going to we're not going to name names with a few but, twists. <laughs> with a few twists, and some people even are a collaboration of several characters. Yeah. So it, it's kind of our little inside uh, private story, you know, of who plays what. But I think I think family members and dear friends will probably recognize themselves and others in it. But the truth with a twist, and um, we really wanted this story to have have really it's a life of its own. Yeah, I'm going to add something to that. To give to give uh, to give you an idea better of or not better but to give you an additional idea of what we mean with a twist, I love to play blackjack. And in one of our scenes in the show, I'm trying to teach the other character Jr. how to play blackjack, <laughs> which is something that really happened. However, the ending of that scene is very provocative, and that did, and that did not happen, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. <no. laughs> Oh, it's sounding, sounding great already. <laughs> Let's talk about the music in your musical. How were the lyrics and music created? Oh, my goodness. So this was an interesting process. I have a background in, in songwriting, and Alice hadn't, but I just knew from her writing skills. I said, you've just got to go for it when you have an idea, write it down. If it comes to you in the middle of the night, what have you. So from the stories and from the scenes, each scene developed kind of an idea with lyrics. And so she and I started writing these lyrics, and they just flowed. Oh, gosh. Well, the, and the fun of that is, is that uh, my son, Jonathan Bear, who is our music producer and director, uh, he has written all the music and just done a fabulous job. And also we've had some other family members collaborate on a few songs. But we would just send him the lyrics, and we'd, we'd say, well, how is this going to really work? And he'd say, let me take a look at the lyrics. And within a couple of days, he'd send us a text, check your email, and there would be fabulous music for the songs. And I think we have uh, 20 original songs at this point. We're still uh, recording and producing, but my word. That, Rob, that, Rob, wow. I want to I wanna add, add something kind of comical. You know, at one point, we felt like we would know what the melody might be for these for some of these songs, and then it, it, we we concluded that every song that we would come up with the music, they all they all started to sound like Pop Goes the Weasel. <laughs> so so we so we left the music writing to Jonathan. And boy, did he come up with! Oh know, my gosh, he, he's got his degree in in, in uh, music, and he plays every instrument on the show, and. He just came up with really current, fabulous, yes. well-produced, and we're like, oh, yes. okay. And Thank none goodness. of them sound like Pop Goes the Weasel. <laughs> oh, that's good. We didn't yeah. try to do that, it all ourselves. Yeah. I we couldn't had a lot even of, get a lot to the pop. Help. I would never even be able to get to the pop part, let alone the weasel. Yeah. <laughs> I have no talent. We just, we, we just realized everything we were doing had just some kind of old school uh, sing songiness to it. And so they we all were... sounded the same. If, if you let us see the melody, <laughs> they all sounded the same. That's so true. And we're so thrilled Jonathan heard something else and was able to save us. Robbie, I, I want to tell you something. I had never really experienced writing uh, lyrics to, to music before, but I literally, after working an eight eight or twelve hour day on on our storyline, in the middle of the night, I would wake up with some words 
and I would get up, get out of bed, and write them down. And then, and some of them were so fabulous. And the next day, I would share them with my Robbie, and to get collectively, we would come up with the best lyrics you ever you ever heard of. I mean, just they were pretty, pretty amazing. thrilled. Yeah, we're pretty thrilled That's, with the outcome. That sounds good. What part of the project has been the most tedious or frustrating? And what part has been the most rewarding? Al, you want to talk about the tedious sure. part? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I think if you, uh, you know, if you were to ask me the most frustrating or tedious part, I would have to say the editing process and, and two parts of that. Editing meaning, number one, when we are come, trying to come up with maybe a line that one of us would be saying or one of the characters would be saying, one of us might say a word that the other one disagreed with. We may take eight hours coming up with the right word that we both agreed on, but boy, when we found that word, Robbie, it was fabulous, <laughs> and we celebrated because we both knew that it was the right word instead of the original. And so that's, that's been a tedious struggle. Um, also, mid, mid our writing, we had to change one of our characters that I we were both very fond of because she was a deaf character in the show. And she used sign language. Of course, I wanted to bring my deaf education into my show, into our show. But we had to make a change because we realized a large audience would never be able to see the sign language. So that was a frustrating part, but it had a very happy ending with the character that we did add and replaced mm-hmm. replace her with. And in terms of rewarding, Robbie? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, so much of it, Al, I know you'll agree with this, it just has been the process itself, learning, having something every day to get up and be so excited about. I mean, just on fire. We would work all day and then, oh, my gosh, the next day we're going to work on this and work on that. And learning, learning, learning. I mean, we've, we're website developers now. We're, we, we've done so many things and put together videos and, and all sorts of presentations. And we've been, even done readings of our own show and played every character more than once. So it's just been beyond rewarding the people we've met along the way and the people that have stayed on our journey are beyond magical. Uh, we have eight characters right now uh, getting ready to do our, our production and, and they're, they're some of our best friends and we consider them family and when we asked them to be a part of them, this, every one of them just jumped at it and said, absolutely, yes, count us, count us on board, Team Sparkle. So we feel pretty blessed with the outcome. And, you know, we, we've had some, some chance meetings with some pretty spectacular people, one of which is one of my idols, David Foster. And he listened to us ramble on about our musical, and he gave us good advice. He said he was he also is in the middle of writing a musical, Betty Boop, and he said, you know, girls, it takes at least ten years for a good project like this. And so we've always kept that in the back of our minds that we can't do this overnight. It's going to be a lengthy process, and we we're in it for for the you know entire time. Absolutely, and, and thrilled to have it to work on. I mean, yes. I'll be sad when it's over. (laughs) And I feel, and I've told uh, Alice many times, I don't feel that I would have been able to do this in my 40s or 50s. I had to be in my 60s. Uh, That's our whole moral message in our show is it's never too late to sparkle. And here we are in our 60s bringing all of our combined experiences (laughs) and, yeah, uh, to to the forefront and just having the confidence in, 
hey, we're going to do this. We don't care what anybody else thinks. We're going to have a lot of fun doing it. and Let's see where it goes. And so here we are. It's happening. <laughs> Has it been challenging to work 40 to 60 hours a week for six years with your best friend? <laughs> okay, I'm going to answer that. The, the answer is absolutely not. Do you know that we have, uh, uh, and I can honestly say that uh, my fingers aren't crossed, my toes aren't crossed when I say this. <laughs> we have enjoyed every single hour that we have been together on this journey. And, you know, we, we've worked hard, but we've also rewarded ourselves at the end of a work week. We've gone out to great dinners. We've had great trips together. We've gone shopping. And we have really loved every step of this journey. Do you agree, Robbie? Oh, yeah, you're making me cry. I know. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. It's like knowing that, you know, Al's going to be here at 10. We always have our little grill. You know, she has her tea. I have my coffee. We always make the same lunch. We have our little routine. And there's just many times where we've been in a chair for, you know, up to 12 hours and our family's going, what has happened to them? Oh, they're having a work day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they yep. they kind of know what to expect. And lots, so of, lots, of, lots of laughing. Lots of a lot laughing, of, laughing. Lots of laughing. And sometimes some, some really heartfelt. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. you staged reading in the works for the, next, for the very near future. How did you select your actors for your production? Oh, my goodness. Well, um, just to start with, we, we've met so many people in the desert, and, and my opportunity of performing out there has gotten us uh, in with some spectacular entertainers. One of them, uh, Bella DeBall, Brian Wanzak, who is kind of the, we call him the hostess with the most, just everyone in Coachella Valley knows Brian. And he's just so uh, philanthropic and giving and talented. And he's amazing. He's our narrator. He agreed to be our narrator. We couldn't believe it. And once he agreed to that, and that was really six years ago, right, Al? Yep. Yeah, yep. in the beginning. Six years and ago. He agreed to be on board, and once he did, we kind of developed the story with him speaking to the audience, you know, having that little insight, like, well, you're not going to believe what happens next kind of thing. And he's just, oh, my gosh, so spectacular and loving. And from there, so many other entertainers. Uh, Kitty Murray plays JR. Yo Younger plays L. Charles Herrera plays Sonny, uh, Danny Westfall, some original Follies folks. Uh, Danny plays our villain, Vic Richards. Um, Denise Carey. Denise Carey plays Nurse Parker, the evil Nurse Parker. And um, uh, Paul McKee plays Will, who's just a beautiful, dapper man with this gorgeous operatic voice. And every one of them sing, dance, and act. And we just, we just pinch ourselves and we go, how did we get this A-list on board but not only are they on board, but they're pushing us to stay positive, keep going. It's going to happen. So you know, you know, I can honestly say we got the best of the best in the Coachella Valley. We really did. We did. We really did. And and Robbie, when we asked them, they all said yes. They all said yes to us, and we we feel so honored that we had we have such a fantastic cast. Didn't I, I tell you? A shout out to so powerful. The word "ask" yeah. oh. is so powerful. Huh? Robbie, on that, I, on the heels I, of that. Go ahead. I was going to say, I've actually met the gentleman that you were talking about. I've been to a couple of shows that he he was uh, oh, led in years ago. Oh, just spectacular. And, you know, yes. Robbie, just on the heels of the ask, um, we had a kind of a vision for our show. Uh, we are starting with more of kind of a soft opening 
it's more of a stage production. It's not such a huge production. We wanted to see, you know, how does this work? Are we, are we on the right page? Let's, let's put legs on it and see where it goes. And we both had in mind um, Desert Rose Playhouse with uh, Robbie Wayne directing. And we just know how busy he is. And we just thought, oh, that's just, that's just not going to fly. And so we kind of, you know, held off for a bit and we had left him a message and just kind of wanted to get a feel from him. And he called us and said, well, what do you guys want? He has a fabulous Southern accent. He actually said, what do you girls want? And we said, well, we, we would really love for you, you know, to use your theater and be able to do it there and, and have you on board. We have a Susie Lefevre, another great uh, lady on board to direct. And he said, I'll co-direct with Susie, whatever you want. I'm going to give you my place. Not a problem. <laughs> we were just, we were just blown away. Away, and what if we hadn't? What if we hadn't asked? So, right. yeah, it, it it was really magical. Who designed your little design that you have of the dancing girl? I love that. That is so gorgeous. Oh, sparkle. Isn't she fabulous? A gentleman by the name of Antoine Matthews. He is a young graphics marketing guy that we got involved with early on and we knew one of the first things that we did it was it was but when we were in the process of getting our copyright before we did anything else we had to look into how does this really happen and um he came up with her and and she was the finished result the first first time out of the box and we call her brandy that's brandy because she's our brand brand. Yeah, I love her. It makes you when you yeah, see her, you, you just feel this big production. You and the music, oh. you can just feel it just by looking oh. at that 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 logo. It's gorgeous. Thank so, you, Robbie. What, advice, what advice would you give other women who might want to pursue a writing adventure such as yours? And what else do you want to tell us about the show? And what other things do you need? Because we have about seven minutes left. Go ahead, Al. Talk about other. Well, you know, number number one, I would say follow your passion and be fearless because we have been fearless. I'm telling you, we have done things that we both looked at each other afterwards and said, "I can't believe I asked for that. I can't believe I met that person. I can't believe that this is what we're doing." Um, Also, I think I think it's really important to build positive relationships and make yourself memorable because some of the things we've done. We, let's just say we won't let people forget about who we are. Right, Robbie? Absolutely. And, and I and think coming from, go ahead. Yes, we're for, well, we're forever, you know, saying our born to sparkle quote. I mean, we, we use that. It's become a part of our language. It's almost in every sentence that we use. We want people to remember who we are and what our mission is and what our show is all about. So those are a few of my things. And, Absolutely. I mean, I well, and the, and the story alone, I mean, yeah, we do need to remember just the, just the basics, and and uh, we were all born to sparkle. We're all we've all got something special to bring to the table, and uh, some people in you know large corporations call it a development plan. We call it making friends. Uh, but the friends that we have made, uh, Wayne Woodless from Woody's. I mean, he's offered to do the food for our shows and. Uh, Timothy McIntosh has offered to uh, do a drag version of Brandy and walk through the lobby serving champagne. I mean, we just, we have the most incredible group of people because from the beginning we made great friends and they've stayed great friends. And we're just like you, Robbie, 
And yeah, I was just going to say, Robbie Motter, you're Robbie Motter, you're one of them, and you've always told us, you know, just show up. And I think through this last six years, we have just shown up to many things, which have given us so much impetus for our show, the ideas for our script, and the people that are going to make it a success with us. Absolutely, absolutely. And go ahead. Putting a show on like this takes a, a lot of, you know, capital. Are you reaching out for investors? Are you looking for investors? Uh, or- we are. Yes, absolutely. Always, absolutely. Even this, uh, what do I want to say, more of a soft, open show, we've got so many people that have, are donating their skills and talent and time and always looking for investors, and we would love to have uh investors backing us for the big production because that's the goal. I mean, if you really want to know what we're thinking, Robbie, we're taking this all the way to the Tony. <laughs> that's, that's right. And that's, and that's how we feel about it. It's and that's like, how committed we are. We've always had our dresses picked out. We know what we're going to wear. We know what we're going to say in our expect, acceptance speech. <laughs> Dream big. Oh, I right? love that. Dream big, yep. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you dream don't dream big. big, it doesn't happen. If you don't dream big, it doesn't happen. So um, exactly. tell us a little bit uh, more. How can they reach you? Uh, we are at, go to our website. Please, please, please check us out. We have so many wonderful things there. BornToSparkleProductions.com. That's BornToSparkleProductions.com. And read all about Palm Springs, the musical, Born to Sparkle. You'll read about us and our show and our sparkling reviews. A lot of folks have read the script and written fabulous things. Um, our sparkling specials, we're going to start having merchandise uh, in the next year. And so you can get T-shirts and coffee mugs and all sorts of fun things to be part of Team Sparkle. Uh, we've written a little bit about our stage reading and who's going to be in that, and we're just so, so proud of that. And then we have a page in Loving Memory. Uh, Alice and I uh, have a little tribute to our mamas. Uh, my mom was the one who who told us we better get it together and make this happen on a deathbed promise. And, and then uh, Jenny, Alice's mom, past while we were in production but uh and a good friend shaza sharon who just loved our show and was so excited she lost her battle with cancer so we're just we've got angels all around us getting us through this and lifting us up they're gonna get us to the finish line that's right (laughs) definitely so give them your give them your connections one more time or how they can reach you BornToSparkleProductions.com. I'm Robbie. This is Alice. Uh, we want to see you front row and center. We're so excited to be a part of this. And, and Robbie, thank you so much for helping us promote our dream. And, Robbie, remember, oh, you were Born to Sparkle. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be front row and center. Believe me. Yes, you will. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think I'm excited, and, and I know, I mean, I, I know how talented you both are. So this is going to be amazing. And believe me, we will be telling the world. You might even be playing this at the London Palladium, you know, in London at their big stages, too. You never know. (laughs) Hey, you never know. Dream big. We're ready. Dream big. We are ready. And that's what Rob. That's what Robbie Wayne said. He says, "Be ready." Well, we are ready. We're ready. We're ready for our (laughs) close-ups. Yeah, and what's fun is you're having fun. You're having so much fun doing it. I can see it when you guys are together and you come up with a new idea Uh, every time. 
it's what a it's blessing, just you fabulous. know. We both said we wouldn't have done it on our own, and without each other, this wouldn't have happened. So beyond blessed, and and Robbie, so blessed to to have you in in our lives, and and thank you for helping promote us. Thank you for having us on your show. I loved having you on our show, and this way people learn a little bit more. And if they couldn't listen live, they can listen to the show. Um, it's archived and up to listen at whatever time. So I want to thank you again for being my guest today. We had uh, Robbie Moss Manning, and we had Alice Alice, Alice Haskell Berard. Alice Haskell Berard, and they're both writer producers for Born to Sparkle Productions. So take a look at their website. They got some great stuff there, and get that you know watch when they're going to have their grand opening, and you want to be there. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Robbie. Much love to you. Thank you, Robbie. Stay healthy, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. I love it. Well, this take care, friends. Okay, this is Robbie Motter, and our guest next week, uh, actually tomorrow. I keep thinking about the weekly show. We're doing it daily. It's Dr. Sharon Stroud, who has a star on the Walk of Stars in Palm Strings, and does amazing things. So tune in at 4 p.m. And, again, you can tune in and tell your friends to tune in to today at any time because it's up on our – it'll be up in a few minutes on the uh, show. So thank you and have a great day and stay healthy. Stay in.